Welcome to another edition of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, also known as Mike Zielinski. And just a reminder, please like us on Facebook and subscribe to the People Chronicles channel on YouTube. My guest again today is Rob Flowers, head football coach at Reading High School. Welcome, Rob. Thank you. You had a very successful uh, 2015 season, uh, and you've had a nice run as the uh, head coach at Reading High and your former star quarterback at Muhlenberg High School and also Kutztown University. Uh, what we'd like to talk about today, tell us a little bit the story which is a unique story about coaching football in an urban environment because there are some uh, additional challenges that uh, you're dealing with young men who, uh, who have maybe some social economic uh, issues that you know, make it a little bit more of a challenge for them to be successful football players. Yes, first thing you have me on. I appreciate it. Well, we're, um, we're very pleased to have you. One of the major things that we do struggle with on a daily basis is just the hydration of our athletes. Uh, it's so important to be hydrated and to be physically ready to be able to perform. So we struggle with that daily. One of the things that our school does an excellent job for us is during summer camp. We stay overnight. Um, while we stay overnight, our guys are getting breakfast, they're getting lunch, they're getting snack, they're getting dinner, they're getting another snack, and they're getting to sleep at a decent time. So that's huge. Throughout the season, we try to provide as many meals as we can, yeah. whether it comes in the form of a PB&J, whether it comes in the form of a parent providing us with food or our parents' group. Uh, the school, again, gives us food on, or provides food for us on a Friday. So we're so beneficial for those things. Uh, that's the number one issue we have. Uh, the second thing... Because they're that, not eating that well during the off-season, though, right? Unfortunately, no, some of they're not eating that well in the off-season. It's still something that we try to maintain you know, throughout our fundraisers and different things like that. Now, with, even though with weightlifting programs and stuff like that, it must be difficult for some of them to develop muscle mass if, they're, if their nutrition isn't good. Yes, we've, <laughs> it is, it's very difficult. So we, you know, we try to identify young men that we know are, are, are going through a difficult, a more difficult situation. We try to provide meals. You know, if we have coaches that have leftovers at home, they're bringing them in the next day, trying to do that. Uh, we have, we offer our guys protein. So that, that helps them yeah, replenish yeah. some things and gives them some muscle stuff there. And that's very important as well. What about uh, how difficult, you know, and a lot of your players come up from the ranks from your, from your youth programs mm -hmm. and also junior high. But still, uh, unfortunately, a lot of them come from environments where they do not have strong uh, structure. Mm -hmm. uh, in football, obviously, it probably takes more structure than most sports. Yep. How does that work out from a, you know, is well, one of the things that is another struggle is the fact that a lot of our young men just don't generally trust. So when they see these coaches coming in and, you know, we got to bark at them sometimes and we got to love them up sometimes. We have to establish a relationship all off season long, all in season for four years, because, like you said, they are missing some of those components that they didn't get in their life, whether it be the dad wasn't around or, or so-and-so did this. Mm -hmm. And we're nosy. We're a very nosy coaching staff. We try to find out everything that happened, everything that's going on, so that we can provide and give them the needs that they need. How do they adjust to that? Well, some guys fight it for four years. Some guys latch on right away. Some guys, it's a gradual change. At the end of the day, I know for a fact they appreciate everything that we do. And sometimes it's our young men may have what they need at home, but yet they just didn't tell mom or they didn't tell dad or they didn't tell anybody. And we can see it. We can assess about well, something's going on. 
What do you need? If we have it, we'll give it, and we'll know. We'll call home. We'll say, "Hey, this happened. This is what we saw." We'll go from there. We've been getting a lot of support from our parents over these five years as well, so that that helps. Oh, that's great. That uh, helps. How difficult is there? Is there a dropout rate? Is some guys they just can't accept the discipline? They drop out. Oh yeah, we have a lot of guys. Now we're sitting here in December when our off season starts. From December up to about spring ball starts in May, we'll get almost 200 different young men that come through our door. Really? Whether they come and work out for three days or they come and work out for three months. We'll get 200 different young men that come through our door. Not at one time, but the course of the off season. So we're not filled in 200 young men. We've never did. How many um, guys do you normally field? We usually field around 60 to 65. So you usually. do get decent numbers. We do get decent yeah. numbers. We do get decent numbers. Your off-season program is pretty challenging. Our so I assume that's very why there is, there's yes. a dropout rate for suburban schools, too. Everybody. Yeah. And, and you know, the name of the game now is, is your off-season. If you're not doing things off season long, you're going to be behind the eight ball to all these. Schools. And it's so changed from the old. Oh days. yes, it, it was unbelievable because the, uh, the PIAA was so. Oh mis- man. Although there there were coaches ignoring it, obviously <laughs> some coaches. I think one of the things that we have going well up at the high school right now is we're getting more and more young men and young ladies to participate in more and more sports. Yeah. And I'm not a greedy guy. I don't I don't want a young man playing football all year long. I'd rather see you participating in two sports just so you can get to another coach and continue to compete and continue to have your red night pride. All that stuff is so important. So important. How are, how is it, you know, cause your school is almost predominantly Latino now, at least the majority, mm-hmm. right? How many of fo- your football players are on average are Latino and can we, you attract them to play football? Yes, we can attract something them. That yes, we, we've with. been having more numbers over the last couple of years. Uh, we still have a, a high dominant African-American population. Mm-hmm. Um, this year was actually the first year where we didn't have not one 100% uh, white American. Not one. Really? And that was different. Yeah, that was different. You know, we usually have at least one. So you know, that just goes to show how our numbers are changing as well. Um, Does that give you an advantage being African-American as the head coach? I mean, if you were I a white say, head coach, would it be? I wouldn't say it gives me an advantage. Uh, who I am and who our coaches are give us the advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a get-in-your-face type of guy. I'm a hello-how-you-doing guy. I'm going to give you genuine, genuine uh, person who I am. And that's how our coaches are as well. So that's what our advantage is. Per- I don't, it has nothing to do with the color yeah. of our skin or anything like okay. that. Okay. And you're a personable guy, but yes. you're also a hard-nosed old school. Very, like, very yeah, much yeah. personable, but very hard-nosed. My yeah. mama raised me that way. So. Well, you got to be that way, right? Absolutely. Yeah, especially Absolutely. to be su- not only successful in football, but to mm-hmm. be successful in life. I agree. And I, I tell the guys this all the time. Without football, obviously without my family and my faith, things like that, I wouldn't be where I am today. I mean, football has saved my life. It sent me to college. Um, it, it, it's taken me to different places. Saved your life how so? Saved my life. It made me go to football practice instead of doing something else. It made okay. me sit at home and, and have that conversation with dad or with my uncles about football instead of going somewhere else and doing who God knows what. And the so Flowers family and the Gilmore family, for people who may not know, is probably one of the best, if not the best, athletically gifted family in Berks County. Family oh, yeah. has been blessed with athletic yeah. ability. Absolutely. We'd be out of time just to talk about them. Yeah, also. Not even a question. Very yeah. much blessed with athletic ability. But, but more so just the passion of things that we just yeah. go about things. Like we, we like to be passionate about what we do. What about the challenges of keeping guys academically eligible? 
It's true challenge. We have, <laughs> it seems like every year up, to, up until last year, we, we were always trying to find a different system of ways we can track academics. But we found a way that we can do it, and it's working for us. And it is a challenge, man, because, you know, guys want to play football. They want to do the off-season mm-hmm. stuff. Then they want to just play games. But sometimes they can forget the importance of the school. And, you know, it, it's been a challenge. And we're trying our best to just be on top of those things. We use a system called the academic game plan. Uh, we just put guys in tiers based on their GPAs, based on their academic ability. And that's how we are able to uh, systematically attack that. Uh, are you aware, or have there been any really good potential football players who never played because they weren't eligible? Yes. yes. That must we, be frustrating. Yeah, that is very to frustrating. To see them squandering an opportunity even, uh, for whatever reason. And plus, yes. your program could be even better. Absolutely. Not yeah. even just my program. Yeah. Just some of the young men that have come through the door. Like one of those 200 young men, like, wow, this kid has an athletic gift. He should play this sport. He should play that sport. And he just couldn't do it academically or whatever. Maybe that hurts. Or some kid's distracted by the streets and it's yeah, not that as hurts. important. And, and yeah. like you said, that, that's the reality of our situation. And we do our best, our best to try to keep every young man in the program and give them nothing but genuine, genuine love as best as we can. This is an ideal coaching job for you. Dream job. And I think part of the dream must be, this is not just wins and losses. This, no. your, your wins and losses are basically what you can do to give uh, a young man structure for life and make him a winner in life. I'll tell you this. One of my coaches the other day, uh, this is a couple of weeks ago, I'm feeling frustrated. I'm venting. I mean, I'm, I'm able You're to do coach. that. You're a coach. That's what coaches do. Yeah. So I'm speaking to him, and he sends me a message back, and he says, uh, at the end of the day, we are 15-0. This is our five years. We have provided so much to young men, and it's evident because young men still contact us. They still come back, and that is so important. And it was humbling to me because we do play that role of dad or uncle or big brother or the person has to put the smack down sometimes. But that, that makes me feel good. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. It is. And you know, I'm glad you said that, and you know, we're out of time. But our society has become soft in a lot of ways. There's no softness on that hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None. Hey, well, hey, great job. Congratulations on a wonderful season uh, this past season. And keep up the good work. I hope you're at Reading High for a long time. Hope I'm there for a long time, too. Thank All you right. so much. I appreciate it. All right. It. That's Rob Flowers, Reading High football coach. I'm Zeke. And until next time, take care. Want to know more about who's doing what in Berks County? Check out the stories on thepeoplechronicles.com.